Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. And that's why I'm saying I can do hard things. I can do couch to 5K. I can be a runner. I am a runner. Those types of things just haven't come out of my mouth because I never chose to believe it. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk <laughs> because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Candace and Ricky each completed a 50 mile and 35 mile bike ride over the weekend. And so that got us to talking about hard things and the reminder that we can do hard things when we set our minds to it. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. We are glad you're here. If you are brand new to the conversation, one, thank you for joining in. And if you're taking us on a walk with you on your podcast, then watch posture and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) We're so glad you're here. We're so glad to be with you. So uh, like I said, if you're brand new, um, the three of us, uh, we like to talk about how our week went and then also set some goals for the coming week. And Candace is the keeper of the schedule and she always tells us, who is the first to get things rolling? So, Candace. I actually think it may be me. Oh! Perfect. Perfect timing. Uh, so, we're talking about our week, right? So yes. My my booty hurts because I did Pelafondo, which is a long-distance riding event that Peloton users have created. I don't actually know who started it, but you give yourself a number of miles to complete in a two-day span or one day for other people. And I chose 50 miles and I gave myself two days to do it. And I finished it in one day. And while that's amazing, I'm so proud, but my, my hiney hurts. (laughs) Okay. I have been gingerly sitting down and walking very slowly and Epsom salt bathing since Saturday. Listen, when you said that you were doing it, I actually kind of clenched my butt cheeks a little for you because I'm like, (laughs) there's no way. It wasn't even that my legs, it's not that I couldn't go fast. It's just the seat. It is no bueno. And Ricky, I know you can relate. 
Yes. Yeah. I also completed it this week. I was not as brave as Candace. I, I went for 35, which is the lowest you can do. Um, but my butt still hurts. I did two hours of it because my my tactic was to slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> Let me just get through this. And I did two hours on Saturday and I did the final hour on Sunday. I but, Can I just yeah. say, though, I'm so impressed and I, I hold on. I need to get my Bravo star because this needs, this is a moment. This is a moment. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can't wait to see wait it. I can't wait. It's clearly everything for it's a Bravo clearly star. not ready, but <laughs> yeah, there it is. I'm going to put my earbuds back in, but I'm so proud of you ladies. Um, because you know what it is. I, so I'm like in super Olympic mode right now. And I'm watching these stories of the gymnasts. And did you know that there are 11 gymnasts participating in the Olympics who are age 45 and up? And the oldest of the gymnasts is 66 years old. What? She's an equestrian. She rides in the she rides in the equestrian stuff. But there's also a woman who's 58 years old who plays uh, a table tennis wow. and like, so can you imagine that they're not all like you think, okay, well it's, they're all going to be like 45, 46, 46. No, they're like 45, 52, 58, 66. So I'm just saying that I'm really impressed with you guys and doing 50 miles and 35 miles because I sat with my foot up, um, all weekend long because it was hurting me. And so <laughs> you've been, you inspire me. And I think that's amazing. And I'll tell you the one thing that you have to not do, it's they have a group of everybody who's like completed the Pelafondo. You cannot compare yourself to other people no. because while I was so excited about my 50, somebody was like, yeah, you know, I really decided to push it and did 300 miles <gasps> over the two days. One. And I'm, I'm proud of my 50. <laughs> you should be. Yes. More, but it shows you no matter what weight loss, anything, yep. run your own race. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do what you can yes. do because comparing yourself to others will have you depressed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and not proud of your accomplishment because I was like, well, I'm not going to post anything. What is this? <laughs> Let me just go ahead to real WW talk. Maybe they'll be excited for me because what's 50 miles? <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot. You have to be your own cheerleader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm inspired by you both. And I think that that's absolutely amazing. And to hear what you guys could do in one day that some of us aren't even doing in one week. Uh, so I, I think that's awesome. And I think we all should try to kind of do our, for those of us with the Pelotons and the Pelotons, uh, <laughs> those are some good goals for us to, to yeah. work on. Well, we I couldn't do it without you all support. And Aaron, you were the best cheerleader. I got to yes, tell you, we you. did it for the Bravo Star. That's all. <laughs> so how were you? How was you all's week, Aaron? Your turn. Um. So my week was okay. It was okay. Let's just say that I had a gain at the scale this week, so I'll, I'll own that. Um. But I am working it down. That's easy to do. Uh, I've just realized how much food and stress are tied together for me right now. 
food and stress are really, really tied. And I'm struggling with that in a way that I have not struggled with it in a really long time. And I don't feel like I am overeating, but it is all of the the little side things, uh, you know, going to get a snack. And it turns out that snack kind of evolves into something a little bit more. And it, of course, I'm not tracking it. And so when I did have one day where I was honest and tracked, where I didn't feel like I was having an out of control day. When you look at my tracker, I look out of control. So the the feeling isn't always the truth. And that that's a hard reckoning. So uh, so for me, it's just more awareness this week that I've really got to be honest with the tracker. And then I'm getting on a plane next week. I have a real quick turnaround trip Thursday, fly out Thursday. I come back on Friday. But you guys, I'm such a hot mess. I literally was going, okay can I lose 30 pounds (laughs) by next week? Because I've got to be on camera. And if they don't put me on my good side. and (laughs) (laughs) So nonsense. It's so nonsense. Just stay away from the carbs, you know, just go zero carb. I'm like, can I do... 300 miles on the weekend on my Peloton. <laughs> totally doable. Uh-huh. Right. Hey, Aaron, I have a question for you because I thought that you weren't, I don't know, maybe I misunderstood. I thought that you had decided to take a break from the scale. So what made you change your mind? I had, mm-hmm. I had, and then we went back into uh, inside and um, our, our lovely uh, weigh-in coach was showing me the number. So I had it that I could see comparison from the last time. And so the good thing is, is that mm, I've been maintaining all along, but you know Mm -hmm. how it starts to mess with you. Like I was up, but then I'll be down this week. And so I'm just Mm -hmm. still staying within that same, you know, the same two pounds, but it starts to get frustrating after a while. And I have to ask myself, what's your goal right now, Aaron? Is your goal to lose weight or is your goal to maintain? And to be honest, my goal for the past couple the past couple of weeks has really it, unspoken. It's been maintained because mm-hmm. of the stress. And so I'm just not in a space where I'm not, where I am. Li- I'm in a space where I'm living through the stress and I just need to own that right now and be okay with it. That the scale may not do what I want it to do is because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. It's like your mind is saying, I want to lose weight. But your right. actions are saying, I want to maintain. 100%. Where 100%. I am too. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, as you talk through it too, it just sounds really reasonable though, that you're saying, okay, what am I doing and what do I want? And when you're coming to that conclusion, it's like that you're, that's the easiest way to get to your goal because you're being practical about where you are right now. And if your goal is to maintain, you're going to achieve that because you are being realistic about your stressors and your surroundings and what you can do and what's reasonable for you to do in this this span of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so proud of you, Aaron, that you didn't let, because again, I brought that up because I know that the number sometime can be triggering for you and the fact that you're using it to reflect and to try to figure out instead of it being something Maybe if it was jarring at the beginning, but you're using it to really try to figure out what the action is. Yeah. And I think that's something we all have to do when we are processing the number. 
Yeah. You know, so I just wanted to, I have, if I had a Bravo, I don't, I just have scissors. Hold but. on. Let me pat myself on the back. <laughs> just watch and make sure I don't hurt myself. Go. I should get our, our, our coach Nadine and she bought us stickers from the dollar store. She did. And yes. it was the best thing ever. And I feel like it I was. should get them for here too, because <laughs> Bravos deserve to be, you have to celebrate them. You just must. This is you the do. closest thing I have. These are my coffee stickers. So there you oh, go. Look Bravo at with a coffee sticker. Look at that. Hey, can I tell you guys something that I did uh, this week? Uh, yeah. Well, over the weekend. So my Fitbit ran out of juice on Friday and I didn't realize that my Fitbit was out of juice. So I plugged it in, but I got up to go to our weekly meeting on Saturday morning and I forgot to put my Fitbit in. And of course, you're at, I don't know if you guys have this thing that happened to your brain. You're like, I, can, I literally can't walk until I get my Fitbit in because none of my steps will count. So somebody needs mm-hmm. to pick me up and carry me. Right. Like <laughs> so ridiculous. And then I had this epiphany. I went, wait a second. One, I can walk without my Fitbit. And two, what if, what if I just did regular movement without the Fitbit and I only tracked my exercise not what Fitbit is calling the exercise because mm-hmm. you, we talked about this last week, right? About how sometimes it's the numbers aren't accurate. Like I will get 11 fit points for doing an easy walk around the track. But if I'm doing uh, one of the WW active workouts, that's at the same pace as what I would be doing. They only give you like two points for it. So I've decided I'm leaving my tracker off me for right now. And I'm only tracking the actual exercise activity that I'm doing. Breathe, Candace. Breathe. That is. <laughs> that's a major one, Erin. That I know. That deserves something. <laughs> I have not my been heart is- beating really fast for you. <laughs> I have not been with, I've not been without my Fitbit for the better part of like 10 years because we also yeah. have this really great thing at my job where if we walk a certain amount of steps every year, we'll get money put into our health savings account. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having to suspend it because of COVID and we had, we had budget cuts. And so I think that makes me feel a little bit more free because honestly, if I was losing out on, you know, some cash money in that way, I would, I would be thinking twice, mm-hmm. but I don't have to worry about the cash money. I feel so like Weight Watchers 2010 where I had to track my activity. Wow. Well, I promise I'm happy for you. I promise. <laughs> my, my face and my feelings, it's totally me. I'm very excited for you because I do think that that's major. As someone who is not there yet, I am very inspired. That's and I think, but you're doing step bet right now. And I so am. that wouldn't work for you because right. you're participating in a step bet. That means you've just lost money. This mm-hmm. is true. This is true. But I, I, I do, but I understand that that's major to, to be able to take off the wearable item and to just track you know, based on what you've actually done and to not, to have that freedom from it. Mm-hmm. That, that's major. I kind yeah. of feel like I've actually done more exercise because I'm scared that I'm not doing any type of movement by not having it. <laughs> wow. 
Well, whatever works for you. I feel like for some people, if they can wear um, an Apple watch or whatever it is and not feel tied to it, that's, that works for them. And if, for you, if you feel like for you right now, you don't need to be tied to your Fitbit and that it's not something that you want to have that relationship with, then go for it. We support you. <laughs> I support you, Erin. Right. Yeah. I broke up with it. <laughs> hey, um, I, something I wanted to ask you because we briefly talked about it either this week or last week, but with all of the activity that you guys have done with your bike ride, how, how have your hunger levels been? Cause I'm thinking if this was me, I would be like eating everything in sight. Cause I feel like that would require a lot of food energy. Mm-hmm. Ricky, you go first. I, I feel like I didn't know, feel it right away. Um, cause I also did it in the morning. So it, it wasn't immediately after. I think I, I was still loading up on water, make sure, making sure I was hydrated. But I feel like today it's kind of caught up with me. And I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> um, but and I did feel like a late night snack urge last night too. But uh, right after it didn't hit me. But today it's kind of been a little, I've been a little bit more snacky. And I don't know if that's related to it. And also maybe not being caught up on my hydration. Yeah, I think because I pushed so hard, I really, I wasn't focused on my nutrition. So I hadn't really had a breakfast. I had, I had the coffee um, that I had with Karen <laughs> after the meeting. Ricky had to run, but after the meeting, I, Candace and I went over, you guys, this is the most quintessential WW studio within the shopping center. We've got literally a Dunkin' Donuts right next to us. The best. And an Indian restaurant and a Mediterranean restaurant, like and a Coco's Deli where you could get you could get subs right next to the WW center. <laughs> but I hadn't. I really had iced coffee for breakfast, and I pushed really hard throughout the day. Like I, I, I'm very mission oriented. I was like, I need to get these miles, and I want to get them done because I'm not going to want to do it tomorrow. But to answer your question, I was. I was so hungry after I finished and my husband brought home five guys and God love him. It was the best thing I think I ever had in my life. Now, five guys in and of itself, I can have on a day that I didn't do 50 miles, but especially then was I, did I care? I was like, I'm eating every blessed bit. I'm (laughs) splitting the fry and it was fine for me. So yeah, my hunger definitely increased with the increased movement. And I find that that's very that's very normal for me. When I increase my activity, my hunger goes up. Yeah. The body needs more fuel. It needs more fuel to be able to to do those things. So that's what I was wondering if so if you guys had planned on that, if you felt caught off guard by it, and if you were if you were planning or maybe you were choosing to fuel yourself a little bit differently after doing that level. Well, what was funny is that they made a thread for people who had finished the the ride and it said, what are you going to eat? And everybody <laughs> put in, oh, you saw Cinnabons. I mean, I think we, it was definitely a food as a reward thread. Okay. Yeah. This was not a, I just did something loving for my body. Let me have an apple. <laughs> this was, where's the pizza? Where's this? I deserve it. And I have to mm-hmm. say, I, I bought into that. You feel like I can eat whatever I want. I just did 50 miles. So there was no planning and preparing for afterwards and to nourish myself in a 
loving way. I felt very well, entitled. I was going to say, you did love yourself with that five guys. <laughs> yes. I loved it. I will say that morning, or well, the morning, the second morning, because I, I broke mine up into the two days, I had uh, Kodiak cakes for breakfast. And I, I very much enjoyed that. And those, you know, are high protein. So I feel like that probably helped me um, a little bit. I can't even remember what I had Saturday morning. Um that I think it was maybe toast or something like that. But yeah, I think that that fact that it had protein in it definitely helped. So what are your next, what are your next fitness goals? I'm curious because we haven't talked. I mean, I know we talked about some fitness stuff um, the last time we talked, but you know, like actual fitness goals or like things that we're working on. We haven't really talked about that in a long time. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I, I can start. Um, I, for me, doing this made me realize I can do longer rides because um, I didn't do like a full on train for this. I, I definitely challenged myself to do longer rides up until it. But the first day it was two hours uh, broken up into, you know, one hour earlier in the day, one hour later. And it was hard, especially back to back doing it the next day. My butt <laughs> was definitely unhappy with me. But I realized it's like, why can't I do hour long rides more consistently? And I think the answer is I'm just impatient. I just I want to be done and say, OK, it's 30 minutes. I like it's going to be harder to plan for when I'm back to when school starts again and I have a little less time. But during the summer, I can do an hour long ride. So that's my goal is to do um, those more consistently through the week instead of just like a 20, 30 minute ride. Uh for me, I think this taught me that I can do hard things. Like mm. that's my new mantra. And I've heard it before, but like this was something where I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone and said, I can do hard things. And so with my fitness, it motivated me to, because, you know, I've kind of fallen, walking is not difficult for me, but jogging is, you know, or at an accelerated pace. And I've always said other people jog and run. I run when I'm ch being chased only, <laughs> only. I don't run for fun. I look at people who run for fun and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it um, because I never really felt that I could. But I want to challenge, you've heard of Couch to 5K, you know, yeah. and it's something I've always had the app and it's very cute. And it's that app that you don't use. It's with all your other unused apps. And I was like, what if I were to dust it off? Because I can do hard things. I keep saying, I can, I just did 50 miles. Why couldn't I start jogging a little bit or try that program? So I want to add that to my routine. And I said it out loud and I'm very, now I'm upset with you, Aaron, because I wasn't <laughs> going to put that out there. But now I said it and awesome. there you have it. Made it happen. Let's move on quickly to you so that we can forget it. What about you, Aaron? <laughs> well, so this past weekend, I, I was joking about sitting with my foot up, but I really was. Um, I, so I've, 
it's the power of having a good pair of shoes and the right pair of shoes. And turns out I'm pretty flat footed and uh, I need some different arch support and the shoes that I had gotten didn't provide what I needed. And it got me to the place where I thought I had plantar fasciitis again, except it was all in my arch. I'm like, this is so weird. So I went to our local running store. I'll give a plug to charm city run because they are amazing. And, uh, Megan, who's been there for a really long time, she she actually did a, an imprint of my feet. And she's like, oh, girl, you, you're flat-footed. So we need a different shoe. And like she knew exactly what needed to happen. I put the new shoes on I, with the insert that she recommended. And it was like being life-changing. Um, but I still, before I could go out and actually really do a walk again, I needed a literally a solid day where I wasn't using my feet. And that took me back to why I came to WW and it was because of the plantar fasciitis and I could not walk and not being able to do something as simple as go on a walk up my street without such tremendous pain was, I don't want to do that again. I do not want to do that again. And so I also realized too, like I've, I've got to get I've got to do more than just walk. I've got to be diligent about my walking, but it, I'm at a place now where I can increase. Same thing what you guys are saying. I can do hard things and I can do more. I can do, I can do longer. And the strength training has been a thing that has really like coming up over and over again. And you guys have heard me say this, how long, right? But I'm like, no, I'm pretty serious now. I don't, I'm telling you guys, I turned 40 and my brain has like gone into this whole other space where like, I'm going to be jello. I'll be jello by the time I'm 50. I need to be lifting some weights. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So So so, how are you, like, what are you thinking for strength training? Like what, what, are you going to do classes or do you have weights? So I have weights and they're in the corner and I've already been on YouTube and I've found like a series to be able to watch and do Uh, Diane, who's a part of our WW group. I've heard her talk about a couple different, um, a couple different things. And I actually, what made me feel really doable because like Diane is um, now, I think she's over 50 and she's a beast, man. We've watched her completely change. Like her weight hasn't necessarily, I don't think changed, but her form has changed because of the weights that she's been lifting. But she said the highest weight that she ever lifts is 12 pounds. Wow. Right. And so I went, well, I've got a 10 pound dumbbell over here and I've got a 15 pound dumbbell and she's incredible. And the highest that she lifts is 12. Oh, Erin, get yourself together, girl. You can do that. And not only that, don't forget, you, you, you're you one who really has plugged the WW Active. But WW on the, on the website, on the app, they have strength training workouts. And mm-hmm. some of them incorporate the weights and some don't. Some use just your body weight. So mm-hmm. that could also be a really good place for you to start as well. Yeah. Yes. And this- yeah. Like when we were doing those challenges, what was that? Like maybe six months ago the with plank um, challenge and all that. Plank yeah, challenge. The planks and this, the push-ups, those things like those and squats was the other one. Those were all body weight. And, you know, you see the strength build over the, the span of however many weeks it is. Yep. I think the key is to not stop. Like just because you do that for four weeks doesn't mean that that lasts you for the next 10 years, right? Like <laughs> you've got to keep going on that. Yeah. 
Why is that? Right? Why it, does it not? It's like the meme I posted where it's like, I want to work out one time and lose a hundred pounds. Like, <laughs> I mean, it should be that the one week of consistency like lasts for the year in terms of benefit. I just think it's so wrong. But Aaron, I wanted to tell you, as somebody who has suffered with plantar fish, I, I understand. Yeah, I that pain is no joke. So I'm glad that you were able to find something to help you with that with your, because I, that, that is something that I don't ever wish on anybody. Mm -hmm. It is a horrible pain. And if you've yeah. never, if, if you've never felt it, if anybody's listening, they've never felt it, it literally feels like your foot, your heel is, is broken. Like somebody splintered your heel and you're trying to walk on it. It's terrible. Oh, it's I horrible. I dealt with it myself. And what, actually helped me was the pandemic because I wasn't at school on my feet for, you know, the whole day. And I, I focused on, you know, learning more about stretches and things I could do to help. But I mean, I went to PT, but also just not being on my feet all day. I mean, it's amazing what that can do. Mm -hmm. And you can mm -hmm. imagine with me being as extra as I am, because I'm just a bit dramatic. <laughs> I got crutches. I put this sock on and went to my mom and my mom's a nurse. And she was like, that's not going to do anything. I said, my feet are broken. She was like, they're not. So the worst person for it to happen to was me. Thank God it went away. But I now have so much empathy for those who express that they suffer with that. So I'm one going back to your strength training, getting off of the plan of the shyness. I just wanted to let you know you're not alone, sister. And that is a great motivator to lose weight because I know that weight loss helps with that. For those it who struggled, that was something that the doctor said. I mean, that weight loss is is definitely a, something that helps. So I, when I went to the um, podiatrist and this was years ago before, just before I came to WW, uh, he asked me, you know, what, I, what I was doing. And I said, well, I'm working really hard to lose weight. And he said, how are you exercising? So I said, well, I'm trying to run. He goes, no, you're not anymore. And I went, excuse me. He goes, you need to lose weight. First thing, he just said that straight out. And I was like, whoa, I've not really had that happen straight to my face from a doctor before. Right. But he was, he, but he said that the stress that that running uh, every 10 pounds is quadruple. So when you're running, it adds quadruple the amount of stress onto your, you know, your feet and your ankles and your knees. So he said, so for, you need to count every pound that you're overweight and multiply it times four to get a real picture. And I was like, okay, I don't like this, um, this very yeah, tough love, right? <laughs> like I respect, I respect straight talk and real talk, right? That's why we do this, but <laughs> that was a little too straight and a little too real. <laughs> That's but, when you try to beat them to the punch and be like, I know I'm overweight. Okay. Exactly. I know that. <laughs> exactly. But where that put me is I am 25 pounds away from when I joined WW. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm over a mark that I'm comfortable with. I have to accept that. I also have to accept that this would not be the correct weight for me or good weight for me to try running. Doesn't mean that I can't go out and walk or do mm -hmm. speed walking, that kind of, that kind of thing. But I really do think there's something for me for, um, for the weightlifting part or the strength training. The strength training piece is a piece that I have to stop procrastinating on. And the thing, I, the thing I think about too with that is just like 
if you don't enjoy it, you don't enjoy it. Like, yeah, it's great to try it. Like Candice, kudos to you for, for saying, I'm going to dust off this app. I'm going to do cash to 5k. But I think there's also something that's, you know, we, we look, especially at other people and say, oh, this person had success with running or this person had success with whatever it is. Strength training aside, because I think that's something that I think across the board, it seems like everyone could benefit from. But as far as cardio, like what if for you, Aaron, it's kickboxing or what if it's, you know, it, it doesn't have to be running, right? Right. Like you guys, I mean, you guys love Zumba and you love the dancing things. You guys know all the moves and I'm over here doing thriller in the corner. Like it's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. It's the worst for me, but you're totally right. A kickboxing or a walking or no, like you just, you have to find your thing. My friend, my friend, Tracy is 50. I'm, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go 54. I don't think I'm just going to say 54, but she's always been looking for what she calls her thing. And she's finally discovered it. And it's the bike. She just did a 40 mile bike ride, like on the Uh road. And she has a Peloton as well. And I've never seen her sound so healthy. And she is healthy because she's, she's doing it. She's found her thing. Yeah. And I think to you all's point, that's very important. And what you said, Ricky, really resonates. But just to give you a bit of background, because I think this is a a good topic. I know that we are running out of time, but I picked the couch to 5k for the exact reason that I was triggered to do it because of what happened on Saturday with the 50 miles. I actually got almost halfway through the couch to 5k program, I'd say maybe four ish years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I hit a mental block where I actually was running like when, and I started to get, I think a little bit scared. Like this is not something that I ever thought that I could do. And then the self-sabotage kind of played in. So it was a mental hurdle and I didn't conquer it. Candace always, I so identify with that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's always been in the back of my mind that I am not a runner. You've heard me say it, like what I just said. I run when I'm being chased. So because I don't identify with it and then I was doing it, it's something that caused me to just stop. And so Mm -hmm. Couch to 5K to me is about so much more than just running. It's about getting past a label that I placed on myself that I'm not a runner. And that you don't feel like you can be or that you don't look like a runner. I don't look like a runner. Mm -hmm. I'm not that. And that's why I'm saying I can do hard things. I can do couch to 5K. I can be a runner. I am a runner. Those types of things just haven't come out of my mouth because I never chose to believe it. So it's, you know, I wanted to give that as well, because other than that, I do agree with you, Ricky. You shouldn't do things. I don't want to run just because they say that running is great for you. I wanted to push past a mental barrier Mm -hmm. that I created for myself. Well, it sounds like it's a a great time for you to do it after, you know, (laughs) on the heels of this bike ride and having that mental strength and just, but also please forget it. Please forget. I said anything and (laughs) let's just delete this part of it. (laughs) Nope. Nope. It's now out there for everybody. And I'm actually, Mm -hmm. I'm going to suggest too, like if we're really going to concrete this thing and I would do, I would do this with you. I think we need to go look at our place that I, the place I mentioned for our shoes, Charm City Run, because they do like all of the local races here and they have training programs 
And I've done the training programs and they're really, they're really good. They're gentle. They understand that people have fear coming to do this. Like if we get stuck out on the run and I can't, or I've got to walk or they, they understand. So I think we should consider not doing a virtual 5k, but an actual in-person 5k. I, I see your face. That sounds great. Aaron. No, it does. Look at you. It's, <laughs> your face looks exactly the way, it, like when I suggest we have like meatballs, I you do meatballs or zucchini <laughs> or chickpeas. Or grilled cheese with jelly. Okay. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> I won't even go there. <laughs> or grits with sugar and butter. But that's a whole other thing. Wrong. But no. I, I like that, Erin. And that's where I got the shoes that I have now, but I can do hard things. I'm going to keep saying it. And for those who are listening, we can do hard things. And I think pushing past, whether it be weightlifting or weights, you know, running, walking, whatever, I think we just have to remind ourselves of that and, and, and try it. So maybe you're right, Aaron. I don't, not maybe you're, you're right. The next 5k should be live. All right. I'm going to let you pick it. You pick the race. Oh, we're going that far. <laughs> we're going that far. You pick the race and then you send it to me and I will join questions unasked. I will do it. Well, on the f- true foodie in me, the hot chocolate run. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they have it live now. I got an email. So let's Wait, do it. We have to do it in the cold. <laughs> No, I don't know. I was supporting you unless email was- now. I don't know if it's like now. Like <laughs> last year we got sweatshirts, so it was it was definitely we cold. Did. But we- that was the vir- that was the virtual run. I think we actually need to do and No, they like have a-, a live version. That's what I was saying. They said oh, the email do? saying it's live now. <gasps> we'll oh. run for hot chocolate. I'm just saying food, chocolate. Come on. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm in. You send me the stuff, send me the dates. I I've already told you I will do this with you. So Ricky. Ricky, <laughs> like, what? I cheer you on. <laughs> Ricky suddenly having technical difficulties. Talking to me. <laughs> I, I of course will join you guys. I um, in spirit. I was about to say something I shouldn't say. I was going to say I'm slow, and I, I am, I am not as fast as other people at walking. Um, so I would have to walk at my own pace, but yes. I would join you for moral support and for swag. And yes. we're not <laughs> comparing ourselves to others because that's what we already talked about. That's mm-hmm. right. We do it. We do our own pace. We do us. I okay. love it. Well, I, I want to end on it because I think that's a great note, Candace. Say it again, that we can do hard things. We can do hard things. That should be our shirt. Oh my gosh. We could get a shirt and say it and then put real WW talk on the back. Okay. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us today. Uh, we're again, thanks so much for joining into our conversation. And hey, if you are on a podcast platform where you can rate and review the podcast, would you consider just taking a moment uh, to rate and review? Uh, it helps other people find the podcast, but it also lets them know that uh, they're not alone 
in this as well. It's, it's fun to see someone else who gets it and, uh, and you feel seen. That's the thing that I love is I feel seen when I, when I read other reviews. Uh, so we love you. Thank you so much. Don't forget. You can follow us, uh, inside of real WW talk Facebook group. If you've been on the fence about joining, hop off the fence, put on the shoes and come on over, uh, inside with us. And then the Instagram and YouTube. And of course the podcast, you can search a real WW talk on any platform to find us. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.